This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. 49ers web zone, No Huddle Podcast, part of Policy Network. I'm Al Sacco with Brian Reddick. And what you up? could not have asked for a better week one performance. I did not see this coming. I thought it was going to be a slugfest. I thought it was going to be back and forth. But, Brian, the 49ers absolutely kicked the shit out of the Steelers 30-7. to They stomped an absolute mud hole in the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I got to say, quite the weekend, Friday, Jacoby Shaddix, fire episode. That was so fun. I had so much fun talking to him. Uh, and at the end of it, you know, we said, hey – you're welcome anytime. And he's like, yeah, let's do it again. My base. I'm like, sweet. I am so thrilled. Hopefully we get to see him and his base player soon. But then to top that off with a victory in which, like you said, both you and I had said, look, I think it's going to be a defensive battle. I think it's going to be low scoring. I think the, the first team to 20 is going to win. We were worried that there was going to be rain. That was nice that there was not. So that was good. But yeah, I mean, this this is a performance. This is a statement performance for this 49ers team, even though it is week one and week one is reserved for the hottest of takes. Right. Like, you know, the Chiefs are going to go not going to win a game or whatever the case may be. Right. Because they're 0 and one. But uh, I I believe we still have the Cowboys game, the Cowboys and Giants game. And then we still have the. Uh, the Monday night game with the Jets and the Bills, but I believe the 49ers had the highest offensive output of the week in week one, which again, is just nothing but good news for 49er fans. The Chiefs may may not win a game and my fantasy team may not, teams may not win a game <laughs> the way after today is the way I'm feeling. You know, look, man, I was thinking about the Niners and how they start and under Shanahan, they were two and four in openers. They've started out seasons 0 and 8, 1 and 7, 8 and 0, 4 and 4, 3 and 5, and 4 and 4. So I'm like, how are they going to come out this year? There's a different quarterback. There's Christian McCaffrey to start the season. And this team is all in this year. They've said it. It's Bosa's in now. The distractions are kind of gone, but the distractions happen. So you had the Lance distraction. Yep. You had the Bosa contract distraction. And I was just like, is that going to carry over into the season? Is there going to be a slow start? You know, is there anything on people's minds? Whatever. All the things that get in your head, are they going to start slow again? But they looked like a team with purpose to me today on Certainly. both sides of the ball. The defense was absolutely overwhelmed the Steelers. I mean, Kenny Pickett, I think, kind of sucks. Maybe we might because there were <laughs> yes. a lot of throws he missed. Maybe yes. he just kind of sucks. But the defense is flying around. They were hitting people. You have Drake Jackson, who has more sacks this year already than all of last year. 
which is, look, that's what we wanted to see, right? They just looked surgical on both sides of the ball, and it's it's the best you can ask for. And Brian, I guess I want to start, let, let's start with Purdy, because yeah. that was another big question mark, right? How, yes. how is this guy going to look? He's coming off surgery, and he just kind of looked like he Brock Purdy from last year, right? <laughs> he looked Same great. shit. Yep. And you look, well, he had 220 yards passing. He didn't even need to throw in the second half. He had yep. another game with two-plus touchdown passes. Yep. Um, which is now every regular season start he's had, he's had two plus touchdown passes, which is incredible. And um, so pretty at 220 yards and two TDs. He's the first QB in NFL history to win each of his first six regular season starts and throw two plus TD passes in each start. And he Just did the same thing history. in his relief effort in his first game against the Dolphins. Yeah. He's been phenomenal. Did he have a couple plays here and there or maybe he held the ball too long in the pocket or they fumbled? Sure. Yep. Those things happen through the course of a game. He was quick, decisive. The throw, his second touchdown pass to Brandon Ayuk. Oh, beautiful. Back shoulder, corner yeah. of the end zone. Be- I mean, it was a beautiful throw. They Against were just hitting Patrick on all If you're looking for any, if, if you're finding things to nitpick about Brock Purdy in this game, I don't know what to tell you. Because yeah. the kid, second year, what is it, seven full starts or whatever it is, regular season, came out, mm-hmm. he looked like a vet. He ran the offense. He played point guard. He was hitting Debo, he was hitting Ayuk, he hit Kittle, he hit CMC. I think those were only four guys to catch balls in this game. But again, the Niners didn't have to throw that much. He was phenomenal. And again, if you're a Niners fan, you look at that and say, A-plus for week one. Yeah, 100%. He was 19 of 29, which is 65%. It's exactly where you want him to be. Uh, Two touchdowns, no turnovers. Really no turnover-worthy, or sorry, no, sorry, not no turnovers, no interceptions. He did have the fumble. Uh, But I also don't feel like now I will I will say this. I was camping this weekend, so I watched this I watched this game on NFL Plus. I spent $6.99 for the month so that I could stream this game while I was up there cuz I had cell service. And so I watched I would say probably 90% of the game. I did miss some things, but uh if I'm not mistaken, there weren't even really any like dropped interceptions or turnover worthy throws. He was he was precise. He threw the ball where it needed to be. Um, he just operated this offense the way that that you know Kyle Shanahan wants it operated. And it was interesting. I I sent out a tweet after the game and I said, "Ho hum, just another thirty-plus point performance by the Brock Purdy-led San Francisco 49ers offense," which is something that we talked about last last season to end the season. How many games they scored thirty points or more when Purdy was in there? And I believe outside of that. That, that Thursday night game in Seattle, every game that he started to end the regular season, they scored 30-plus points, including that Dolphins game where he came in after the first series. So really kind of keeping an impressive streak alive. It's not really a streak, but still. But not only that, the offense just looked crisp. It didn't look clunky. It didn't look out of sorts. It didn't look like a week one San Francisco 49ers offense, even with Jimmy Garoppolo especially with Trey Lance last year, it just, it, it looked like they were in mid season form. That's what I, I texted a buddy. I said, they look like they're in mid season form, which you can't always say about this 49ers team under Kyle Shanahan in week one. And then, you know, to, to see Brandon Ayuk, you know, basically put on that performance. I tweeted out, I was like, Hey, could Parag use some of that cap space to, that they just created to sign Ayuk to an extension during halftime? Cause I feel like, the further we get into the season, uh, the the more expensive that guy's going to get. But yeah, it was just it was just a very impressive offensive performance. 
which is wild because the defense held that team to seven points. This is a team that this is a team that everyone was talking about in the preseason. Man, Kenny Pickett looks so much better. Man, this offense looks so much better. Man, the anytime the starters have been in in the preseason, they've led touchdown drives. And and it was just, you know, this was supposed to be a hard-fought game. And it, and it wasn't. It was a laugher for the 49ers, which is awesome. And this is the other thing that stuck out to me. Fourth and one on the first drive. Yes. They call a pass to Kittle. Yes. 21 plus first half attempt passing attempts. Kyle's mm-hmm. going forward on fourth down. Kyle's throwing 20 plus times in the first half. Why is that? He trusts his he trusts his guy. Yeah. That's that's what that tells me right there. And that that says, you know, everything that's happened, the way they've done things with Lance and even with Garoppolo, it, it all comes down to I think they they feel like they have their guy. Now I don't yeah. know. Time will tell if they're right. Right. We'll we'll sure. see. We'll see. Because we, you know, Colin Kaepernick came out, what was it, 2013, and had like the best game ever against the Packers. And then he kind of went in the tank for a little yeah. while. I'm not saying that's going to happen. But, right. you know, we have to see how things progress throughout the season. But they feel like they have their guy. The way Kyle coaches the game, it translates. It's evident. You can see it. Yeah. He, he's coaching like he, like, he's doing things he didn't do before because he, he trusts this guy. And I think what it comes down to for Kyle, and again, we're not going to pretend here like we weren't critical in the offseason. We were. Sure. But I think, listen, if Kyle Shanahan, I don't know, if he's punching babies and spitting on old people in his free time, <laughs> if he wins games, I don't think anybody cares. I mean, if he's mean to his quarterbacks and he ends up getting a good one, I don't think anybody cares. Bill Belichick, no. like I said, has been has a reputation for being an asshole for decades. So he wins Super Bowls, you don't care. So that's sort of the long and the short of yeah. it. This 49ers team comes out and plays the way that they did today. All the stuff that happened with Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo, it'll get brushed under the rug. It'll, it'll just be a footnote in, in the story if they if Purdy is the longtime starter and, and they win Super Bowls because the way it looked today, again, I wasn't expecting it to look that way. And it's, right. it couldn't have been a better day. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Bill Walsh famously, you know, the whole Montana Young situation, it was messy. And Walsh pulled no punches with Montana, pulled no punches with Young. And, you know, there's a there it's not quite the same just because part of the frustration is what they gave up to get Trey Lance and what they got in return when they ended up trading him away. And that's a totally different conversation, but in terms of identifying what they want in their guy and seeing it in Brock Purdy and just having the courage of your conviction to be like, listen, we see it in the sky and we're going to, we're going to move on from this high priced, uh, former number three overall pick. I mean, it takes stones and they got crucified for it. And I was one of the ones that did, but this week one performance really just kind of is Kyle Shanahan just shoving a little bit and being like, see, like I I, see, (laughs) I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was doing this whole time. Now, again, it's week one, but I will say this, that Pittsburgh defense Picked to be a top 10 defense this season. Ended the second half of last season as a top five defense in DVOA. TJ Watt is a menace. Mika Fitzpatrick is awesome. Cam Hayward plugs the middle. I think personally, that is one of the things that I think helped this team as Cam Hayward did leave with an injury, which obviously if, if you know, you get to, you get to go against a defense that's missing one of their best players, that's going to be advantageous for you. 
but I mean, they were, they were doing perfectly well uh, with Cam Hayward in. So I don't know that maybe they don't get to 30, but I think they still win this game comfortably without him. Uh, but, you know, you look at this offense and you go, it was just brutally efficient, right? And, you know, it, it was pretty at 220 yards through the air, 203 yards total because he took 17 yards on those three sacks. But McCaffrey had 22 carries for 152 yards. Obviously, that's buoyed by that 65-yard touchdown run, which was really impressive uh, for two for three reasons. One, it looked like he was stuffed right in the hole and he bounced off. And then two, the effort that Brandon Ayuk had to make that block to really spring him. And then the effort that Ray Ray McLeod had to, to from the other side of the field, come and get that last block that got him in. Just, again, indicative of what this 49ers team is about and what those wide receivers are expected to do. And as long as they do it, they are they are prized possessions in Kyle Shanahan's eyes. Uh, but even if you take out that 65-yard run, he still had 21 carries for 87 yards, which is 4.1 yards per carry, which, again, is not a, nothing to sneeze at on the ground. And then, obviously, this is the Brandon Ayuk game, right? Eight catches, 129 yards, two touchdowns. Brandon Ayuk is not here to fuck around, and he is letting everyone know that 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 is that is where he is now and this offense just it looks great and again it's funny to lead right i mean they won 30 they put up 30 points which is great they held this pittsburgh steelers offense which again is it a good offense time will tell i don't think it is i don't think kenny pickett's very good but they held them to seven points in week one in pittsburgh right like that's that's some work they did some work and that defense deserves credit as well. Yeah, and that run that McCaffrey made, that was one of the things that, for me, that pro- that's probably the most fired up I was during the game because he breaks those couple tackles, like you said, and then Ayuk springs in, and then McLeod comes down, and it was just just kind of a complete team effort, long touchdown run. It was great, and that's that's Kyle Shanahan receivers right there. Yeah. Brandon Ayuk today, he said eight for 129 and two scores, really probably his best statistical game anyway of his career. And yeah. then he's making blocks like that. Just unbelievable. And we've we've talked about it's probably going to be a coming out party for him this year. In game one, it, it appears that way. I, I really believe Brandon Ayuk is going to have one of those 100 catch, 1,300 yards, 10 plus TV seasons. And, and it looks today like he's on his way there. And, and the Niners got to pay him, but we'll worry about yeah. that later. Just enjoy the season. And the way that they they broke up today was Ayuk had eight catches. Debo had five for 55. Kittle had three for 19. McCaffrey had three for 17 and then McCaffrey had the big day on the ground, 22 for 152 in a score. And I really, you're going to have games where Debo goes off and games where Kittle sure. goes off. But if you had to ask me the receiver, that's going to have the best year. It's I think you saw today what's going to happen. Yeah. I really seem to have a good rapport with Purdy and the offense was, was just absolutely humming, man. Just absolutely humming today. Um, yeah. They got Debo involved early, Kittle involved yeah. early. And then the second half it's tough because they didn't really need to. They were in control of the game. Yeah, I know the Niners had a bit of a uh, – Kyle wasn't happy with their last two minutes defensively. And I saw some things with people like, what are we doing? At that point, I was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't even care what you're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. You're going to come out in the second half and, and blow the doors off. It didn't, it didn't even seem competitive to me. And like you said, you're going into well, Pittsburgh and doing that. Yeah. I don't love Kenny Pickett either, but Pittsburgh yeah. is a tough place to play. And just, just an absolute statement from that offense. Yeah, I don't I don't want to lose this because I remembered it. Uh, you know, I was texting with my buddy Tim and he was like, I don't really like the way that that half ended. 
right? When it came to that two minute drive that the Steelers had to end up putting seven points on the board. I said, yeah, but now it's halftime. And prior to that drive, the Pittsburgh Steelers offense had gained a grand total of one yard Mm -hmm. in the first half prior to that. So I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that upset with it. And the nice thing is, is it happened right before halftime. You go in, you can make some adjustments like, hey, what did they see, right? What can we scout that they saw that we can change in the second half? And lo and behold, they didn't give up another point. So, uh, you know, and, and before we get onto the defense, I do want to point this out because, again, you know, I had somebody when on that tweet where I was like, ho-hum, another 30-plus performance. Someone was like, yeah, but they looked mid. It took them like, 10 minutes to go 50 yards. And I'm like, yeah, but they put up 30 points. I'm not sure what else you expect. And he's like, and he just made another point about going 50 yards in 10 minutes. And I was just like, okay, whatever. But, and he's also like, don't, you know, do that against a non-mid defense. And I was like, listen, this defense is not mid, right? This Pittsburgh Steelers defense is, is likely going to be a top 10 defense. And not only that, but in week one, this Pittsburgh Steelers defense is, typically really, really good. And so I went back and I looked at what the Pittsburgh Steelers defense did in week one for the last five seasons, starting in 2022. And in 2022, the Steelers beat Joe Burrow and the Bengals in Cincinnati in overtime, held the Bengals to 20 points and forced five turnovers. And then in 2021, they played Josh Allen and the Bills in Buffalo after Josh Allen had his coming out party in 2020 and they held Josh Allen and that Buffalo team to 16 points only gave up 254 total yards uh, or sorry, 254 yards passing uh, forced a turnover, gave up 371 total yards in 2020. They were at New York. They held the giants to 16 points to 29 rushing yards, forced two turnovers and only gave up 291 total yards in another win. 2019 is the first time you have you can see they got got in week one, and that was a beatdown in New England, 33 to three, and they gave up 465 total yards. But again, 2018 or 2019, Tom Brady, pretty good, right? Still pretty decent. And then in 2018, they were at Cleveland. They ended up tying that game. They held Cleveland to 21 points and they forced six turnovers. So the Pittsburgh Steelers come out in week one on defense and they typically put it on their opponent. And so for just the second time in the last six years, they got got. And I think that's an impressive thing to point out. Well, when people say things like that, I'm just like, what, what do you want? What, what do people want? Do they want Purdy to throw off his back foot, 50 yard bombs every time? This is what they've done with him and CMC and all the weapons, this is what they've done with Purdy. This is the offense. 30 points against the Dolphins. They scored 33, but 30 with Purdy. 35 against Tampa Bay. 21 at Seattle on a Thursday night. 37 against Washington. 37 in a game where they had to come back against the Raiders. 38 against the Cardinals. 41 against the Seahawks. 19 against Dallas. In the playoffs. Tough divisional game. Right. And then 30 today. What what do you want? If you're right. arguing that, are you are you kidding me? Because they weren't scoring 30 before that. Not a lot. No. Not for like a year no. and a half. So now they are, it seems like every game. So I can't if you're again, if you're looking to nitpick this stuff, you're you're just trying to pull stuff out of your ass, right? Time will tell. We'll yeah. see if it's all sustainable. But I think nine games is a pretty good sample size. When you're breaking 30 and seven of them, 
think that's pretty good, man. And you talk about the defense on top of what they're doing. So they pressured, uh, according to Next Gen stats, they had 30 pressures on Purdy's 51 dropbacks today. And that was with Nick Bosa playing maybe about 60% of the snaps or so. Hargrave had five. On Pickett's Pickett's dropbacks. Well, what did I say, Purdy? You said Purdy, yeah. Oh, sorry, Pickett's dropbacks, okay. Yeah. Um, Hargrave had five pressures. Drake Jackson had five and three sacks. Armstead, Bosa, Farrell, and Kinlaw had three. Hyder, Bryant, and Greenlaw had two, and Warner and Gibbons had one. So this was just a defensive swarm, and Purdy looked shook. Or not Purdy, I keep saying Purdy. I'm sorry, Pickett. I got the P's in my head. Pickett looked <laughs> shook during the game. He, w- he was missing receivers. He had guys in his face. There was a lot of times you can't – I couldn't see the coverage, obviously, on TV, but there were a lot of times mm-hmm. he was just kind of holding the ball and either yeah. didn't have anywhere to go or didn't know where to go. Um, and, and that's just how good the Niners D was today. And everybody thought Pickett was going to come in and maybe take a step this year. And he still may, but certainly not today. This Niners D was phenomenal. Yeah. This 49ers defense made Kenny Pickett look like Cody Pickett. And that's not a good thing. Cody Pickett. <laughs> Niners legend, Cody Pickett. Legend. <laughs> yeah. You so, know, and, and, and I loved it. I love that Drake had three sacks. That was phenomenal. Like that is that is the kind of thing where you're like, okay, like this guy is starting to get it. And, and he is an important piece to this defense opposite Bosa, right? They needed somebody opposite Bosa so that, you know, Bosa's not getting double teamed. And if Drake Jackson is coming out and, and getting three sacks in, in week one, like this defense is humming. And, uh, you know, you looked up pressures. I was looking up QB hits. They had nine QB hits according to pro football reference. Uh, Jackson, had three obviously um bosa had two on his own right no sacks but still two quarterback hits and then hargrave and hyde had one each for a total of nine so um you know what like again i i just i i can't think of a better opening performance that this team could have had for what we expect out of this team and for what they expect out of themselves. And then not only that, but obviously the two interceptions were huge. Hufunga, mm-hmm. again, just around the ball all the time. Yeah, uh, on the spot. Right. And that was uh, and that was from an incredible coverage breakup by Fred Warner. And then Mooney Ward with, you know, with an interception that, I mean, he had great coverage. The receiver fell down, also pick it through it poorly, and he got that interception. But, you know, turnovers are going to you know, are going to be what fuels this defense. And then the other thing that I thought was impressive was Diamador Lenore was an absolute tackling machine at nickel. Uh, he led the team with 10 total tackles and eight of those were solo. So he was, you know, he was around the ball all the time. And Amber Thomas, uh, you know, really, I guess, I'm not going to say he played well, but he played fine on the outside to where, you know, it, and that's the thing. If, if these guys can just hold their coverage, this defense, the defensive line is going to get home. So as long as you can hold your coverage, I think you're going to be okay. Now, again, Kenny Pickett, I mean, the book is yet to be written. Doesn't seem to be that great. Next week, they're playing the Rams, who beat the Seahawks today, by the way. Hey, kudos. Kudos. We don't want Caleb Williams in L.A. Thank you very much. Uh, but maybe those Seahawks aren't as good as everyone thought that they could be. Um, like it today but yeah but i mean their stretch of quarterbacks i mean they're not really playing 
a murderer's row of of quarterbacks to start the season because uh, you know it's it's Pickett and then Stafford and then Daniel Jones and then who knows in Arizona and then Dak Prescott right and Still then the first real test there yeah. right and then uh, and then the the massage bandit Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I don't know how much they're going to get tested against these quarterbacks that they're coming up against to, to start the season, which is nice because they can get their feet under them. And then, you know, once you get into mid season and, and the real kind of meat of the schedule, things will, things will be really kind of sussed out by that point. Yeah. The Rams might've been a week one thing today. We'll see, but I, I don't, I mean, we'll get into that game next show, but I'm not worried about that game any stretch of the imagination and then the giants look absolutely atrocious as we're recording this they're down 26 nothing that offensive line looks bad and then the cardinals are a joke i think so yeah it's their first real test is going to be dallas i think but even Mm -hmm. you know brian one of the other things i think we were looking for maybe some people considered it a small thing but how is jake moody going to do after a shaky preseason money moody baby (laughs) he he made all his kicks Yep. Made his field goals, made his extra points. It was a non-issue when he looked fine doing it. So that was another good thing. Just that when it was off the ward interception, when they, when he pulled up for the field goal, I'm like, all right, this is a big one. He gets this Mm -hmm. one out of the way and and kind of everything's off to the side now. And he did, he hit it. And then there's no looking back for him. So, so that was huge. And what I liked was the, you know, they scored that first touchdown and his extra point was straight down the middle. It was like Mm -hmm. sweet because he was missing extra points in the preseason. True. And then that first field goal, I was like, ooh, right? Because it was it was it was real close to that right upright, but but plenty of plenty of room to make it. But mm-hmm. once once he got that one out of the way, every other kick was largely down the middle. So again, you know, good for him. Uh good for that out just phenomenal third round pick uh, that the 49ers made there. Uh, you know, hey, that's nine points. Sorry, that is yeah. not nine points. That's eleven points, right? So, you know, he scored over a third of the points for the 49ers for a third round pick. Two, that's not too bad, right? <laughs> two two things. I guess I gotta hit my Debbie Downer segment, I guess, but there were just yes. two things that I came around with that when I'm writing my can notes. I, can I guess are... can I guess one of them? Because I probably have the same one. Yes. Uh T uh TJ Watt had three sacks against Colton McKivitz. Yeah. And you can but, say, all right. It was but it's TJ Watt. Watt did TJ Watt. It's fine. Yeah. My argument for that is again, if you're talking Super Bowl, you're going to mm-hmm. go have to go against this Eagles defensive line. You're going to have to go yep. against Michael Parsons and Lawrence. And it, so that we'll see. Again, there's a long mm-hmm. season. It's his first. We'll see how it yep. goes. But that worried me a little bit. Actually, there were two other things that worried me. So the kick returns by Pitt, they came close to breaking a few. Mm, yes. The that kick needs covered. to get yeah. cleaned up. Because again, yes. you don't want to be in a close game and give up a long return or a return for yeah. a touchdown. There are a few of those where I was kind of like, ah, oh, you got to clean that up. We'll see how that goes in the season. And the other thing that I was like, why is Christian McCaffrey running the ball up in the second half? In the fourth quarter. Yeah. I didn't understand that. Yeah, in the second yeah. half, too. We had 22 carries. He did not need to carry the ball 22 times in this game. Then again, if after you want him 65 for the entire yard, season, I would like to yeah. get more. Please stop that. I tweeted, yeah, please after- stop giving. After that 65-yard touchdown run, he should have been ordered to sit on the bench for the rest of the game. Put him on ice. But those, I mean, that's some nitpick stuff right now. Sure. The 30-7 sure. game, that's all that is. They dominated today. But we do want McCaffrey there the whole season. Yes. And maybe it's week one. He didn't play in the preseason. He just wanted him out there and get carries. We'll see how he does it. But I did think we'd see more Eliza Mitchell than we did. We mm-hmm. probably will as the season goes on. But 
again, small stuff, just trying to talk about everything that happened and, and you know, hit on everything. But overall, yeah. man, I was just like, I couldn't believe they came out and did what they did. I thought it was a statement. I didn't think it was a week one fluke thing. Pittsburgh may be a little better. Pittsburgh may be better than what they look today. Yes. But I, I think, think the so. Niners yeah. are the Niners. I think that's the team you're going to see. And, and a team that I thought was going to win 11 or 12 games, now I wouldn't be surprised if they win even more than that. I, I was I was that impressed with what I saw with them on both sides of the ball today. Agreed. You know, uh, you and I both predicted 12 wins. You and I initially predicted a loss in, in Pittsburgh. The, again, that was prior to Nick Bosa signing. Once Nick Bosa signed, we felt like those vibes kind of got a little bit better and and we both flip-flopped. But again, thought it would be a hard-fought battle. But, I mean, you look at you look at the performances around the league in week one, right? And you think to yourself, okay. They definitely established themselves as one of the Super Bowl favorites. I don't feel like that's an overstatement. I don't feel like that's an overreaction. I feel like they definitely established themselves. I mean, even the Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles had a tough time against the against the Patriots. Now, yep, the Patriots defense is always pretty decent under Bill Belichick, and I think it's again going to be one of the top units. And they still won that game, but it was tough. It was a tough game for them. I don't know that that. New England defense is going to be better at the end of the season than the Steelers defense and the four Niners put 30 on them. So agree, you know, uh, tough to take too much away from week one. But what I can say is that this team looks ready to roll. This team looks ready to this team looks like that team in 2019. But even then that week three game against the Steelers where Jimmy Garoppolo threw five interceptions, they still pulled that game out. But the offense never looked like this, except for a handful of games that season. Um, man, uh, yeah, they look great. Like I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it's like not a lot of teams came out and, and looked. At Dallas, you know, we're going to record this during the game, and Dallas yeah. is kicking the Giants' ass right now. They look good, but other than that, like you said, the Eagles kind of struggled to a win today to get by New England. Um, you want to look at other Super Bowl contenders. The Chiefs lost. The mm-hmm. Bengals got their asses handed to them today. That was wild. 24-3. That was the worst performance in Burrow's career. Yeah, just just absolute ass whooping. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the Chargers always find a way to lose, right? <laughs> they lost to Miami well, today. But I will say neither one of those teams decided to play defense, but both of those right. offenses looked incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Freaking Tyreek Hill and Tua Tagovailoa. Oh god. My goodness. Dude might get 2000 yards this year. My goodness. The Jags had trouble with the Colts. If you know, if you mm-hmm. believe they're they're a contender, we'll see what the Bills mm-hmm. do tomorrow. The Seahawks, yeah. who a lot of people, there's a lot of people sleep, a lot of people talking about them as a sleeper team, and they got destroyed by the the Rams, who were playing how people, many how many rookies yeah. on defense, and, and Seattle only put up 13 points. And I'm not a believer in Geno Smith. I have to see that again. It's really, did you, I don't care how much talent they have around him. Did you see that clip that's floating around on social media from that game? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where he say, drops yeah. back to pass and then Aaron Donald is just bearing down on him. You can hear him yell, oh my God. And then he throws the ball. <laughs> Could be that like, way for the uh, Seahawks. I mean, yeah. I have done the same thing. I can't blame Gino, but still, you're like, oh, as a 49 NFC, fan, I think everybody thinks it's going to be Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, and it yeah. certainly looks that way right now. I, I for sure. don't know if anybody's going to sure. really come out, come out of the woodwork and challenge those three teams. But if you're a Niners fan, everybody's got to be happy today. Yeah. I, I really liked what the Lions did in Kansas City. Um, their yeah, offense looked I that brought them up, yes. 
But yep. yeah, I, I liked what I saw from them both on both sides of the ball. Uh, that Kansas City defense, I think, is going to be better than people think. And it's just quite evident what Travis Kelsey means to that that Kansas City Chiefs offense. So yeah, um, that was a know, statement again, win for the Lions. Even with Jones and Kelsey out, the Lions usually 100%. lose that game 100 out of 100 times for them to go into KC and win it. A lot yeah. of respect for them. They're going to be there at the end. I don't know that they're as good as the Niners or the Eagles or Cowboys, but they're they're gonna they're gonna make some noise this year. Oh, for sure. And you know, it helps that Kadarius Tony was the best player for the Lions in that game. So all right, man, yeah. we got this preview coming up next. It's good to be in the season and talk about the game and then move to a preview yes. for the Rams. Just good. It's just good to be back on the field and playing. It was a it was a beautiful weekend, a beautiful Sunday. And uh, 49ers football is upon us. The games count. The 49ers are 1-0. Can't really, can't really hope for anything better right now. Let's try to enjoy it and be positive for at least a few days. Yes. <laughs> Let's, Let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> All right, everybody. For Brian, I'm Al. Thanks for listening. Later. Niners on three. One, two, three. Twenty Four Hundred Sports is an Odyssey company.